You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Happy Friday. Uh, I'm going to try and not mess up uh, the audio like I did on last Friday's podcast. How are you doing there? How great was yesterday? Oh man, had myself a time at the Whistleback Home staff ski party with uh, Cutler, aka DJ Surgeon, playing at Glacier Creek yesterday. Just, uh, well, it was meant to happen on Tuesday night and uh, yeah, changed the date due to a weather hold. And of course, I meant I have to work yes- had to work yesterday. So skied out like a banshee, that's for sure, to get to work on time. But really fun event at Glacier Creek with free catering, burgers from Splits and uh, staff skiing up until 5.30 on Jersey Cream. What a cool party, I've got to say. And in fact, there's going to be another one. Uh, Rumor has it, Ski Tour are going to be playing at the Umbrella Bar. Uh So uh, very keen to check that one out. But anyway. Less about me, more about what's happening weather-wise today. Well, we've got a slight northeasterly wind direction in the Alpine, much like yesterday, giving cool kind of uh, cool Alpine temps that are going to warm up today. Looking at minus eight at the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb this morning, down to even still minus seven at Crystal, but that's a bit of an anomaly. Uh, minus six around the Rendezvous and the Roundhouse. Minus four though uh, to minus four point five around Pig Alley and Catskinner, but with a freezing level today to kind of rise to about uh, 1,500 meters during the day mm-hmm. with an alpine high of about minus four and some beautiful skies. In fact, you should have a look at the webcams on 7th Heaven from about 4 or 5 a.m. It's crazy how much light pollution from Vancouver actually shows up on the webcams. But I had no idea that uh, the quality of the webcam could actually pick up the stars there. It's... Uh, it's magical. Yeah. Those, uh, especially the 10 PM one. Wow. With whistle peak lit up by some groomers, beautiful, uh, imagery there. In fact, uh, oh yeah. Take, just have a little look. It's, uh, it's gorgeous, but, uh, should be great visibility for us today. There's a low lying cloud bank that, uh, much like we kind of had yesterday, but in the Alpine clear skies. So great visibility expected today. We've got some, quite a few groomers to take a pick of. In fact, some favorites that have been groomed on Whistler today. Uh, Upper Adagio, Tokum, along with Crabapple, a groom today. And then on Blackcomb, some highlights. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, Blackcomb's runners of the day. Oh, shocker. Cloud Nine <laughs> and Ridge Runner. <laughs> 55 runs groomed on Blackcomb today, 41 on Whistler. And yeah, looking for uh, a mix of sun and cloud, like it just depends on what le- uh, elevation you're going to be at uh, this morning. It says light flurries early this morning. That'll be lower down. But uh, temperatures, well, the, our outlook over the weekend are going to expect to be after today's rise in freezing level. It expect to remain mild with some gusty ridgetop winds coming in over the weekend and uh, looking for some precip to kind of come our way. Minimal precip on Tuesday with colder temperatures as well. 
coming in there. But expect Sunday to be our warmest day of the week with the highest freezing level there. Potential for some inverted temps still too. But height of snow, well, technically, let's give you the stats. Height of snow on Blackcomb right now is 2 metres at the Catskinner weather plot. It's 2.65 metres at Pig Alley with uh, the official storm board, uh, sorry, snow report saying 64 centimetres in the past seven days and just four centimetres in the past 24 hours. Well, yeah, uh, that'll update once uh, the 7 a.m. snow report really picks up. Uh, yeah, so ignore that fact. <laughs> uh, yeah, so prepare for some warmer weather, sunny skies over the next couple of days. You can already tell that the, it's, it's March for one thing, but the amount of the, the warmer temps and the solar radiation is really affecting the snowpack. That's been reported, uh, you know, on snow inbounds. You can feel the change at different elevations, but particularly on backcountry travel, a lot of sort of eastern faces, particularly a photo from the eastern water of the Spearhead Glacier yesterday, you know, where you were sent to Hasumi, Corona Bowl, has uh, been getting quite a lot of solar warming and a few natural slides on there as well. So... Uh, for our backcountry advisory, uh, and the peak really reassert this as well, an article in the peak about how a danger rating of three, considerable, you know, is really potentially one of the most dangerous uh, levels because, it, you know, more people travel under this travel rating, uh, danger rating in the backcountry. So Avalanche Canada is warning people, you know, to really be alert uh, this weekend after that persistent week layer. Uh, from February has been blanketed by that recent storm snow and is to blame for several large slides in our area as of, uh, well, happening on Wednesday. I mentioned one yesterday, of course. Apparently a couple more storm slides as well being triggered at around uh, on an east aspect at around 1,700 metres elevation. So more information on that article from the peak. But from our bulletin, yeah, still a level three in alpine and treeline, moderate below treeline. So the March sun can really pack a punch and destabilize the upper snowpack, it says. Natural and human-triggered avalanches remain likely. Conservative travel habits and patience is key, especially when dealing with a persistent weak layer deeper in the snowpack. So still problematic storm slabs on uh, on all aspects. Same with pers- uh, the persistent slab, but wet, wet loose slab avalanches, of course, on solar affected, you know, from our warm spring sun that especially we're going to see over the weekend from today and uh, small to large, you know, on west, eastern and southern aspects. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, I wish we were seeing more snow in the forecast, but apparently we could have a high of 11 degrees in the valley today. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we forecast. Yesterday was a high of 8.4 in the valley. Sunrise today is at 10 to 7, 6.49. Wait, that can't be right. It was like at 7 o'clock the other day. Uh, apparently. Okay. Uh, and sunrise is, so 6.49. Uh, oh yeah, of course, that's earlier. Always throws me off that. Huh. Uh, the sunset today is at five minutes to six. All right. Well, it could be a record-breaking warm day, you know. On this day in 1986 in the valley, it was 10.2 degrees. And if we reach 11, yeah, it'll be the warmest March 4th on record. There you go. 
Wow. Uh, it does mean our uh, road conditions are looking pretty fantastic right now. Uh, quite clear and grippy, all the things. Look out for some rock fall, especially on the eastern side of uh, the, the Duffy Lake Road there. What with the solar warming we'll be getting, that will be really affecting some rock fall, especially after the rock fall we had around Porto Cove earlier this week as well. But a few things to mention to you that's uh, up and are new. Well, there's a call for submissions, actually, for Poets Pause, a competition that the Resort Municipality of Whistler uh, are doing. It invites writers sub to submit original unpublished poems for this competition. And, uh, well, I'm wondering what the prize is. Well, the winning prize, uh, where poems will receive a prize of $200 each and be read at the council meeting uh, in April as part of National Poetry Month. I wonder we've got some uh, we've got some bards in Whistler who'll be submitting and what will be read on that uh, yeah on in that April meeting the submission deadline by the way is next Thursday on March 10th at uh, 3 p.m. so submit that online um, rapid tests for local at-home testing are available just for BC residents age 70 years up from uh, Shoppers Drug Mart and Rexall uh-huh and if you're testing for travel there's a new business called Go rapid test located at the Whistler Wellness Center that's just down the hallway from uh, FYI doctors and Blue Highway massage clinic and a rapid antigen uh, which takes about 90 minutes is $99 apparently and uh, it's uh, $50 for the go rapid tests um yeah, so uh, slightly different there. So, yeah, uh, there's also taste. So that's because I want to mention that because the testing at the wooden trailer in Olympic Plaza is now closed if you didn't know that. And a reminder that the TELUS Winter Classic returns today. Yeah, March 4th to 5th. No amazing party, unfortunately, being held this year at the Roundhouse, which usually celebrates this event and with amazing artwork and installation pieces from uh, the very talented Mike Tyler, along with Bob Van Engelsdorf, just to mention a couple. But the, the TELUS Race Classic is underway this weekend, as is the Banff Center. Mountain Film Festival World Tour. They have a film today, or maybe in fact a couple, between over the next couple days at the Murray Young Arts Centre. Struggling to find out more information on it, but it's between 7 and 10 p.m. Check out the Arts Whistler website for more information on that. Uh, the Vancouver International Mountain Film Festival is actually underway. You can get online passes for some amazing films on there. And today, uh, through till Sunday, at the Whistler Olympic Park is actually the Biathlon BC Under 13 Championships. Yeah, which correlates, of course, with the Paralympics opening today. In fact, uh, I'm not going to get into it to be too political, but the uh, yeah International Paralympic Committee President Andrew Parsons gave uh, definitely one of the most political speech, uh, speeches at an Olympics or Paralympics opening ceremony for decades, especially in light, of course, of Russian be uh, Russian being banned you know, ban on athletes from Russia and Belarus and Ukraine having uh, a very big presence there. It's, uh, yeah, you, I'm sure you're reading up online, but the Paralympics kick off today. I really hope, uh, no confirmation online that the Paralympics are being broadcast in Whistler Olympic Plaza there, much like the Olympics, but I really hope they are. Let me, uh, yeah, I wonder, I'll have to try and confirm that, but I'll let you know on Monday, there's going to be a Riverside Trail closure happening on Monday, Monday. 
March 7th through to Tuesday. That's from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's by the Chequemus Crossing Phase uh, 2 lens there. So uh, FYI on that one for there. With uh, our ongoing be- uh, transit strikes in our communities of Whistler, Squamish, and Pemberton as well. I should say Pemby, as uh, Tim Trapp noticed. I always say Pemby on the radio, and that's how people know it's me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, with our ongoing transit strike, gosh, it'll be five weeks tomorrow since we haven't had any local public transport. Uh, the picket line is very much still underway tomorrow, uh, uh, every day at Nesta's at the location there. And Isla, I wish I could make it, but I'm actually working tomorrow during the day, so can't be there to show some support, but uh, definitely get the, more of the message out. I cannot believe that a resolution hasn't been brought about for five weeks. Our community relies so much on that transport and people really racking up bills uh, to be able to get to and around work and people who are even picking up hitchhikers right now did you see the price of gas 194 oh and uh yeah that that makes me bark oh boy but let's bring some happy news around shall we um how about the fact that uh well you know the crystal road gap is absolutely blown up on whistler winter well there's another video on there of someone actually uh yeah stomping the landing and then running out uh having a little stumble on the run out there yesterday, but I saw three patrollers hiking up to CBC trees in that location yesterday. I bet your patrol have been so busy over the last few days. Uh, huge props to our team of patrollers, keeping us all safe. Mm-mm. And I know I do birthday shout outs, but I'm going to give a little shout out to Christina Toddle and Todd Lawson, who celebrated their 19 year anniversary by uh, going to the place they met on Whistler Mountain, having a ski around. Yeah, beautiful. A little celebration there. In fact, great things to come from Todd Lawson and Christina Toddle uh, for the camping community. Uh, Yeah, keep your eyes on uh, what they have coming forward, including Todd's book, Inside the Belly of an Elephant as well. Yeah, uh, coming soon. So yeah, uh, happy anniversary to you guys. And I wonder if you know about these pins. Somebody has uh, popped up a picture of some pins online from Blackcomb from, oh, it says uh, Kids Camp, okay? It's a green one that says Green Gliders and a red one, uh, this part of me, that says Red Riders. Really cool little old school uh, little pins here. Uh, Yeah, really cool little artifacts. That's super fun. Trip down memory lane for some people. Speaking of memory lane, let's give you some awesome Awesome throwback facts from Stinkies on the Stroll. I cannot believe that I missed that yesterday was the release date for Metallica's Master of Puppets from 1986. What the hell? Uh, Yes, such a rad album, as uh, the team at Coast Mountain Beer put it. And uh, yeah, uh, definitely played a few tracks from that yesterday. Speaking of Coast Mountain Brewing, actually, they uh, remember... International Women's Day is coming up on Tuesday. I'm going to be on air at Mountain FM, actually, with Darren McPeak on the morning show. So I don't think I'll be able to deliver a uh, podcast on uh, on Tuesday. In fact, I know I won't. It'll be too early. So I will, though, hopefully see you at the Tap House at Coast Mountain on Tuesday to enjoy not one, but two of their Pink Boots Society releases. They're doing a double release and you'll be available to drink. I bet you that uh, that uh, jelly, um, oh, the sour keys, yeah, sour is back. I can see that that is coming. Awesome. Uh, so I'll see you there for that. That double release is coming our way. But anyway, oh, no. 
I'll do the throwback facts in just a second. Sorry, Stinky. Because I do need to wish a very special someone a happy birthday. And that's Angie Faulty, who I really hope I can catch you for an umbrella bar drink today to wish you uh, the best of days and your best year yet to come. Angie, you are phenomenal. So happy birthday to you. Patrice Woida's birthday is today too. She worked in town like over 10 years ago or 10 years ago. But Patrice is actually in town for a little holiday from Portland. Hope this reaches your ears, Patrice, and you have a great day. And there's plenty of birthdays coming over the weekend. Very special lady, Lou Curry, such a talented uh, videographer. It is her birthday tomorrow. Uh, so happy birthday to you, Lou. I hope uh, I get to see you sometime real soon. Samantha Kiskira's birthday is on Sunday. Such a legend, Sam. I hope you have a phenomenal day. And then we've got more for Monday. So I'll save those until then. But all right, some throwback facts. Well, I had to bring or give all those birthday lovelies a shout out because happy birthday to you, the song, was published on this day in 1924 by Clayton Sonny. Yeah, there you go. You didn't know that, did you? There were a lot of presidents that were uh, inaugurated on this day throughout history, but eh, not very exciting. But in 1936, the first flight of the airship, the Hindenburg, yeah, uh, occurred, and that was from Friedrich Schaffen in Germany. Mm-hmm. It was on this day. John Lennon uh, released a statement in the in a paper in the England, in England, the London Evening Standard, in fact, that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus Christ. And that happened on this day in 1966, which uh, didn't draw any controversy in the UK. But when it was published in the US a few months later, there were a lot of angry reactions in the Christian community. In fact, extensive protests broke out with some radio stations banning Beatles songs and their records were publicly burned. Oh my god, yeah, wow, think of something better to do, hey? But ABBA released Waterloo on this day in 1974. Jerry Lee Lewis uh, (laughs) experienced a dawn raid at his home on this day in 1978, where apparently some of his cars worth over like £100,000 and $170,000 were uh, taken to pay off his tax debts. Mm -hmm. Frank Zappa's son... Okay, Dweezil and his daughter Moon Unit formed a bank called Fred Zeppelin. Okay, this is on this day in 1982 and their first single was My Mother is a Space Cadet. Well, with names like that, I'd probably say so as well. Uh Emilio Estefan's birthday is today and it is also... um, uh, It would have been the day that Winnie Houston gave birth to her daughter... On this day in 1993, gosh, such a tragic story. Anyway, uh, but it is also the birthday of A.J. Tracy. Yeah, born on this day in 1994. So you know what, bruv? We're going to have a truck track from London in it. <clears throat> Not my best London accent, that's for sure. But his track, Ladbroke Grove, is track of the day. It's A.J. Tracy's birthday. And Ladbroke Grove is a real flashback from him. Uh, an older track that I love, have family that actually live near Ladbroke Grove. In it, that's where I'd normally get off the tube. Right. Shane, Maddie Ross, sorry for the bad London accent, but I know you're going to love hearing A.J. Tracy today. I'll bulk out that playlist for March over the weekend. But a little joke for you. Uh, to send you on your way. Have a wonderful weekend. I really mean it. Enjoy the sunshine and seriously, wear sunscreen. It is going to be, uh, my goggle tan's getting kind of out of hand. But you know, I used to be addicted to soap, but I'm clean now. Yay. Chat to you Monday. Enjoy the sunshine and uh, the spring skiing. <laughs>
Melissa Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.